1: Podcast that will help you is your mind will explain the part real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's ruined
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ruin. I'm Halie. I'm not Allison, and this is a horror movie podcast We ruin a horror movie just for you for
2: all of you. Um, Halie, how are you doing? Well, I, I'm a little under the weather, so oh, I apologize no. for how I sound. Just that's like okay. general allergies or cold or? I'm
0: concerned it's the flu just because everyone's getting it. Of Did you get, get your get flu my, shot yet? No,
2: because I'm a fucking dumbass. I got mine yesterday, which I don't know if that's going to help like for the next few days. Which I mean, it can't
0: hurt. It's going around. But um, yeah, I also didn't get the COVID booster, so I'm going to test for that. But that I've fine. kind of been lucked out. I haven't been unwell in a while, so yeah. I guess I was due for it. Um, well, how are you doing?
2: Hang in there. Um, <laughs> thank you. Are you? How are you? out? well, I bought clogs. Okay, that feels right. I'm, I live uh, uh, Park Slope adjacent in Brooklyn. It was time. Um, yes, found, we've arrived. You got a, we've a ar- cat. Now you got clogs. Yeah, I've got a cat. I live in Brooklyn. I'm a woman who's rapidly approaching 40 within a few weeks. Um, I would say seconds to go. Yes, so close. Um, so I was like, I think it's it's just like, in in L.A., this is less of a problem. But, like, in New York, like, there's kind of not a great shoe in between, like, yes, I see a what you're sneaker and a boot. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love sneaks, and I can wear sneaks, like, most of the time. But it's not always the look I want. But, like, I—and this is not, like—but, like—, but like I wouldn't say that like my back is like stellar at bending right. over when i on b- boots. Like it's not. It's not that I can, not and it's not that it's like getting worse. It's just like I lost a little bit of motion range in my spinal fusion, and it just is uncomfortable. So it's not, and it hasn't been like so cold in the winter anymore that like you really need to commit to a big oh, heavy boot. You know, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. That's a really good point. So the weather. like, there's kind of just no shoe where you could wear socks. And it's not a sneaker, but it's not a fancy—like, it I. is cloth. Yes,
0: that's a weird in-between. I'm always going to go boot or sneaker. You're right. And There's then nothing as a woman, in between them. Yeah. Um, I feel like—I I was reading this thing, and they're basically like, all jeans are shorter now. Like they're yes. just cut shorter because yeah. Gen Z doesn't wear heels. And as someone who does like a heeled boot, I do mm-hmm. have to— you have to buy jeans that a woman who would wear a boot would wear, which is specifically good American. Yes, like or anything that Kardashians make, they are made for a woman to a heel. A heel boot. But I like that. But also, yeah. like I'm not hoofing it. Like you know what I mean? I'm wearing that. If I had to like walk to work and like I wouldn't I wouldn't wear it for that I would just wear sneakers or put them on. Yeah, I, I'm a big believer in wearing sneakers to
2: work and putting on shoes there. Yeah, having worked in Viacom, people did it all the time. Like that's actually oh, the way to go. I remember people when I worked in offices, people just like had shoes at their desk that that's were smart. their work shoes, and you wore sneakers everywhere. Very wears Prada. Yeah, yeah, which I'm like, I get it. I did that too. Um, but yeah, but now yeah that it's the a weird, All fucked up. Yeah, yeah, and like, like with shows it. in the winter. Like I don't always want. Like anyway, so I I found a pair of clogs that they're Swedish. They're not like one of the. Fa- they're not like number six or Swedish husbands or whatever those other brands are. Where they have like uh they are like a wooden like the. Bottom, like oh, the, okay, yeah, the sole is wooden, but it has rubber on the bottom, like that touches the ground, and then a soft leather footbed in the sole. So, like, they're not. It's not because, like, I've always been like, oh, I love the look of some of those clogs, but it's just like you're wearing wooden shoes, <laughs>
0: like right? It doesn't Which I, make sense. Well, yeah, it's like it's a it's a cute look, but then in New
2: York. Hoofing it in wooden soles. I just, or, uh, yeah, I just don't know. I Running just don't up and know down subway that's... stairs. So these are just like a, I almost ordered, and I think I still might get a pair of just like straight up like dance goes that nurses wear. No one could stop
0: you, Allison. Nobody can stop me.
2: With like, that have a full back. These don't have a back, and I'm going to see if they're like comfortable enough to wear around. I like
0: it more with the back, but only because my feet look like a zombie's foot. Mm-hmm. So I need the back of the shoe. I don't well, want my heels exposed. Like a little exposed. sock
2: with them. A sock with—what kind of sock? Like, I have a lot of—I'm going to plug my favorite sock brand, uh, Hansel from Basil. Do you know this brand? No. They do a lot of really good—they have really—they have very, like, chic, like— Oh, these are cute, yeah. But they have a lot of really good, like, cute socks that, like, are cute without looking like you bought them from a children's store. Like, I have a pair that has little—they're black, and they have little brown dachshunds on them, and it's like— yeah, with that's black sweet. jeans and black clogs, like, those are, a, like, they're a thing. Um, now, that's a 40-year-old woman living in Portland. Uh, that is a 40 40 woman baby. who lives in Brooklyn. Um, anyway, that's, like, what's new with me, so. Great. I'm <laughs> like so glad. Clogs. I'll report back uh, when they arrive later today, and um, um, we'll be on a clog journey. Great. I'm glad. I'm still on the hunt for a vinyl trench. Yes. And now now at least
0: the algorithm knows I'm looking. So okay. I, well, now it's good. serving me at different options. But again, how much how much money to spend on something I don't really need and I doesn't really you, go with anything I own and well, like, would be the start of a sartorial journey I want to go on, but I'm not necessarily ready to commit to right now. I think you know it's I mean? like—
2: it's a very, like, if you build it, they will come kind that's of a thing. That's really, it's like, really good point. I think that, like, once you have the trench, you'll be like, I see what to do with this. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But if you're and, planning, yeah. like, looking at your wardrobe, being like, how do I fit the trench? Like, you have to have the trench, and then you'll be like, oh, well, now I actually just need, like, a good black turtleneck, and that's, like, right. what I want. Like, that, e- and that's easy and, and cheaper to find.
0: You're absolutely right. If they, if I trench it, they will
2: come. If you trench will, it, they will come. And there's a lot of different great trenches that I
0: know will be about to go on discount because I just right. don't think that many people are trying to buy a final trench.
2: Every fucking
0: like, also, yeah, everybody has
2: one for some reason. You get into Thanksgiving and Christmas time. One, there's a bunch of sales, but two, like yeah. coats start becoming like old, quote unquote, yes. because like we're gonna move into like in January, February, spring clothes start being part of the stores and stuff like Which that. so, so like, wild. It's insane. And I'm like, we just kept doing that, even though that's not how things work anymore. Um, yeah. But you might leather. be able to find, like, a good discount on a real nice one uh, in the coming months. I think so. you're absolutely right. I, I just—I basically have every department store website up, and I just check it.
0: Yeah. Because they are the ones where things go on deep discount. You just got to keep your eyeballs. Yeah. Peeled. Speaking of peeling eyeballs, Ooh, um, we are continuing a segue. our— our, our uh, month of They Ate, of course, a delicious yes. pun, or delicious double entend. Um, yeah. Delicious, and delicious itself delicious being a double entend, and then we entende. go from there. But um, it is, of course, uh, films about eating, cannibalism, and of course, if somebody ate. And I will say, I do think the, the uh, cast of this movie did eat, and this is a film... Again, I, I I really am very particular about when mm-hmm. I wa- watch certain things, mm-hmm. and this is a movie where like I know I'm going to watch it, but I want to wait till, wait till the right mood. And then the right move was I have to watch a cannibalism movie for the to record. So today. you hadn't
2: seen this? No,
0: because I was waiting. I I, mm. I always do this. Like I was waiting for the right yeah. time,
2: and then I was like, well, the right time is now. So yeah, um, it's like the movie you want to watch is available. Watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and this uh, is uh, the movie is 2016's Raw. Um, which is a French film directed by, oh God, I really apologize, written oh, and directed I, uh, by a woman a who comment. I have an apology to. Wait, what is
2: it? <laughs> we got a great comment on Instagram from somebody who shared um, what, as we're recording, was a recent episode. Oh God. And he was like, oh, I love when Hallie struggles so to pronounce so- French names and then I'm Allison so doesn't help her. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you 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 just sit there and watch it. I just you let struggle. you do it. Whatever, however it comes out of your mouth is how
0: we'll do it on the pod. Right. And these are all actually how the French pronounce it. So this movie was, of course, written and directed by Julia Ducournau. I'm going to go say that. And it stars uh, two gals. What is, oh my God, Garance uh, Marlier, I'm going to say. She's okay. fabulous. And then Ella Rumpf. I got that one. Rumpf. And everyone in this film is phenomenal. And it is, of course, a coming-of-age a uh, cannibalism movie, and you could assume that from the from the, uh, time, mm. the the theme for this month. But also, Allison, I'm assuming you know that because you watched the trailer. We always like to have Allison watch the trailer and give us her thoughts. Allison, what did you think of the raw
2: trailer? I remember like watching this trailer in like uh, on like Vulture when it came out, mm. and everybody was talking about it. And I was like, okay, I was like at my desk working at like some job, and I remember seeing this trailer and being like, hey. <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's, I really I enjoyed it. I had the same experience. I don't like it. And there, <laughs> I did not are, like it. <laughs> are there any visuals that um sort of come to mind as like the immediately, the most horrifying visuals?
2: Well, there's one that's really uh, just like hitting close to home right now because like the skin rash is obvious, like uh, oh, yeah. listeners of the pod well, know. I was dealing with a little bit of a skin issue recently and it's still a little dry and I'm still like putting stuff on it. So I'm just like, oh no, am I a cannibal now? <laughs>
0: Well, have you eaten any um, raw rabbit hearts or rabbit mm. kidneys anytime time recently? No. Yeah, not I also well. did it
2: like at whatever that ceremony is when someone just puts something in her mouth to eat. Like that's yeah, just— Yeah, a lot of that. And again— That sucks.
0: I'm not saying this is what France is. There are certain elements of this where I'm like, well, this is what I think France is. Mm-hmm. This seems about, about uh, of a piece. Um, and we always like to take a baseline scary for Allison. Allison, oh, no. how scary do you find the concept of— Craving human flesh. I mean,
2: very. Mm Mm-hmm. Not in in the way that I'm, like, afraid that's going to happen to me, but it does feel like one of those things where it's, like, if that is happening to you, there is no other way out. Like, you're, like, it feels like, it's, like, if there is a deep desire within you to consume human flesh, like, that's not, like, you're not going to get by with, like, an impossible burger. You know? Exactly, like, yeah. It's not, dog. nothing's going to cut it. Like, you're going to have to feed that or you're going to have to die.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, this it reminds me of the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they think that they become cannibals, but really they just got um, a parasite from yes. eating um, spoiled, raccoon. I believe what, what raccoon meat. Yes, yeah, I think it's right. raccoon.
2: It's so um,
0: funny. Yeah, I feel like the idea isn't itself that scary, but because it just happens so infrequently... Of all the things that people crave, human flesh does not come up a lot. No, but this movie does sort of traffic in this idea, sort of like oh, if a dog bites a human, it be, it's it's permanently dangerous because it will have a taste for human mm-hmm. flesh. And it's like, is this the Middle Ages? Yeah, like our is our understanding of this is so primitive.
2: Yeah, well, that's like the runner in Arrested Development that the seal bit off um, Buster's hand and got it because it got a taste for human flesh from. Somebody, like, from Job, I think. <laughs> well, that's funny.
0: Um, well, and then finally, we always like to have Allison guess the twist. Based on our brief conversation and on the trailer, Allison, would you like to guess the twist
2: in 2016's Raw?
1: Guess the twist.
2: Okay, I'm going to guess that the girl is, uh, she's in veterinary school? Yes, yeah. She I'm going to f- guess first year in
0: veterinary school.
2: I'm going to guess that like what looks like veterinary school is actually a cult that she oh, has okay. unwillingly had to join and she thinks she's going through this alone but like actually this is just like you're a chosen one and like you get to be a part of it like this is intentional. Okay, great. From the organization um, that she's a part of.
0: I think that that's that's an excellent guess, Allison.
2: Um, we just wanted to let you know about yet another ruined live show that we were doing for the month of November, and it will be Monday, November 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We are mixing it up a little bit. We're mixing it up. We're doing things a little later because it's a Monday. We want everybody to be able to finish whatever they do for a job, if you have one, and be able to join us for another very fun live show because we'll be doing Thanksgiving, which, of course, is a the new
0: Thanksgiving-themed <laughs> Eli Roth movie. Uh, That comes out this month. Just to read the long line, an axe-wielding maniac terrorizes residents of Plymouth, Massachusetts. Perfect. Well, baby, what else do you need to hear, okay? So go ahead, make yourself one of those sandwiches Mm -hmm. where it's like turkey Mm -hmm. and cranberry, Mm -hmm. and then stuffing and two pieces of bread. Make that
2: for yourself. And then join us by going and getting your ticket at moment.co slash ruined. That is moment.co slash ruined, and you can get your ticket. It's $10. Twenty dollar Patreon members, you know you're going to get yours in your email inbox the day of the show, and we'll have all the regular fun, the chat, merch. You know, we'll all talk about our Thanksgivings and how those were. Oh, hopefully better than the people in this film. Absolutely, I can only imagine. So join us Monday, November twenty
0: seventh, and we'll see you see there, you. or we'll, you'll see us. But we'll know. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah, we can tell. Uh, let us begin ruining raw. So we open on a a, a long country road with a a, a young woman, excuse me, a young woman walking towards us. And then a car, as it goes by, drives sort of, is driving parallel to her. As the car passes, she darts in front of the car, basically dives in front of the car, Mm -hmm. forcing it to veer and slam into a tree. And then as, you know, as the dust settles, the woman walks over to the driver's side door and opens it. Mm. We now join our main character, Justine. She's eating at sort of a, I would say the French version of hometown buffet. So it's sure. sort of like cafeteria style, and they serve you food onto a plate. Um,
2: and she just gets a big plate of mashed potatoes, which look delicious. I mean, I've been really craving mashed potatoes Fuck. lately. I don't there's
0: the- a chill in the air. Ugh, it's mashed it's like
2: potato weather, baby. That is mashed potato weather. Um, And because she does
0: not eat meat, they ask, oh, do you want meat? And she said, nope, I don't eat it. She's eating with her parents, and when she looks down, she tastes something, and she there's a big old meatball hiding in the mashed potatoes. How'd
2: that happen? I don't know. Okay. And her mom flips out. They're all I'd vegetarians because it's like now less mashed potatoes.
0: Right. Also, I just don't think a meatball would be fully hidden by the mashed potatoes. But well, that's a lot we'll, of mashed we'll potatoes. It. And it is. It is like a plateful. Not not any kind of other vegetable. Just a plateful of mashed potatoes. Plate sounds, of mashed fuck, potatoes. My mouth is filling with saliva. Yeah,
2: I minus two. I really <laughs> want some mashed potatoes. <laughs>
0: Um, and so our mom flips out. They're all vegetarians. Storms over the cook and was like, "We are vegetarians. What has she been allergic You People are sloppy. Too very- it's like a roadside buffet. Like this is right. Not- They're like, that's it's not like our a diner. Yeah, thing. it's like, ma'am, we're sorry, we're doing <laughs> our best. We were at a, a, a French truck side diner. I don't know what you expect from us. But Allison, they are driving Justine to her first year of veterinary school, and we find out that her older sister Alexia, who they call Alex, is a student a year or two older than her. So okay, kind have already been through it. Of course, when they go to drop off, Justine, uh, Alex is not picking up her phone. The mom is pissed. The dad's like, it's fine. She'll be fine. They have everything set up for you. So she takes out her bag, and her mom's like, we can't just leave Juju here. But of course, in the end, the parents let her go, and we see Justine enter a new chapter of her life, walking with her luggage into the dorm. And that night, she's asleep. You know, it's basically, like, laid out, like... Uh, there's two bedrooms in like a little common area and mm-hmm. somebody busts into her room from the common area and it's a super hot ass shirtless guy. This Good guy forever. is her roommate, Adrian. Oh my God. And she's like, excuse Chaos. me, I asked for, I asked for a girl roommate and he of course doesn't say, he uses a different word, but he's like, oh, they gave you a gay guy. It's the same difference to them. So like, he's like, oh no, no, I'm a girl. Don't worry. I, I'm a gay yeah. guy. It's like, um, Okay. But also he's, like, insanely hot. So I think yeah. for her, she's immediately like, uh-oh. However, she doesn't have time to think about that because in the hall, you're drunk, cloud singing. It is uh, first-year orientation or at Notre Dame when I went through this. Frosho, which mm-hmm. just means a week of heavy drinking and yes. hazing.
2: Did yes. you have that at college? We didn't have, like— He's like hazing was for cuz like there was Greek life at Cornell so uh-huh. like there were like that was kind of the the job of the fraternities and sororities um but it was like a week of just like well you're here get alcoholism <laughs>
0: Like, yes, I was going to say at Notre Dame, like we had to like get up early and run or like do sing songs or do dumb stuff. Oh. But it really was mostly drinking as many beers as you possibly can. Yeah. And that's why I don't like beers anymore because the part of my brain that may have enjoyed a beer has been drowned in a sea of natty light.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, bad beer.
0: Oof. Woof. I remember woof. drinking seven natty lights like that my first day of drinking. Yeah. And Milwaukee's I, best. Awful. <sighs> we say it again? Milwaukee's best. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, I feel like we had yeah. Miller,
2: Miller, uh, Miller High Life. Miller High Life. High Life. I don't mind. I'll have a High Life. I don't here. mind a High Life either. No, but like Oh, Natty yeah. Life. Well, Natty Life. Um.
0: So all of a sudden, we have a group of older students, all boys, in ski masks, bust in, and they take both Adrian and Justine's mattress off their bed and throw them out the window. It's and like they force Adrian and Justine, who are just like. Adrian's in like pants, like pajama pants, and Justine's in like a tank top and no bra and her underwear. Forced in the hallway where there's a bunch of other freshmen also in their PJs and no under- and underwear, standing stupefied because it's like two in the morning. And then the hazing can begin, and they basically are force all these groups of uh, first years into an elevator. And t- take them outside and make them walk on their hands and knees. And it's a beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. It's like a-, a crowd of these young people, like, walking into the light and out of the light as animals. And obviously, because they're in veterinary school, we're going to be using yeah. a lot of a- animal imagery. Right. But it's a beautiful shot. And he finds uh, Adrian. she finds Adrian again. And he's like, it's just a game. What's the worst that could happen? It's fine. And just then, the older students get them up. And they open sort of, like, what looks like the basement of, like, a different building, um, and they are partying inside. So there's a huge party. Okay. The, all the other students from the school are there. They're already drunk. We see two girls. like, take their tops off. A girl and a guy are making out. They're doing Molly. Someone has a vodka water gun. Everyone's having the time of their life, except for Justine, who's extremely overwhelmed and panicked. And I would be them- overwhelmed and panicked.
2: I would Absolutely. end up partying just to be like, eh, I guess. Yeah, one. but like, it would be an overwhelming and panic-inducing moment.
0: I'd also be like, I'm not wearing pants. I'm not yes. dressed for the occasion. Um, and she goes to talk to Adrian, but then he just starts making out with some guy that he's talking to. And so she's wandering around. I think the, the idea is like, she's like this, in, she's incredibly intelligent. She's very socially awkward. Yes, Her sister's also extremely smart. And I think based on her re- interaction with her parents, you know, kind of sheltered in a lot of ways, and now this is her first introduction. Is like you will be drinking, you will be fucking. You, you you don't know any of these people. People are drunk and falling down. Right, and luckily she runs in her sister Alex, who is also drunk, but is happy to see Justine. And she says, "Here, come with me." And they sneak out of the party and into like one of the actual school buildings. So the the whole school is on pro- on the property of a hospital. And so there is also a morgue. There is dorms, and then there is um like uh, actual classroom buildings with like an auditorium and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's a full campus of different veterinary-related medical training and programs. So they sneak in to the other room, and they're in one of the labs where we see like a bunch of preserved animals in formaldehyde. And they make it into a hallway with framed photos of each class at the uh, end—during their show. And they're all covered in animal blood, Allison. No. And they find the one where their mom and dad are in it because their mom and dad also are veterinarians. Okay. And they went here and they met while they were in school. Yeah. So the family business. Yeah. And the implications that mom and dad actually met during their orientation as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like a family tradition. Like, oh, it's going to be fun. And Justine says, I'm going to go to bed. But Alex says, no, no. The rookies, first year, can't, don't go to bed before us. You are going to be out. We also see that Alex has her dog uh, with her, a dog named Quickie, which I think is, like, so, it, like, I don't know any— I guess if people lived off campus, they would have cats or dogs, but to have a dog at a dorm as
2: an American— I didn't know and, like, a single person in college that had a pet, and I lived next—my my house one year was next door to the vet frat, so.
0: Yeah, I don't think that most college students should have a pet. I think it's actually yeah, healthier it's, for the pet not, to not be there.
2: Yeah, any, a pet is better off anywhere else. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, also, she brought the do- quickie to the party, which I also I'm like a dog doesn't want a big party like that because someone's going to step on its little foot. No. So Just- Justin's able to go home and go to sleep, and but and only wakes up when Adrian sneaks a guy into his room, and she hears him in the in the middle room being like, "Be quiet, my roommate's asleep." And school begins, Allison. Wow. And the implication is that all of this takes part over one week, which is insane. Oh my god. So the first, I guess, the first day of Horse One Hundred and One, they. They, she watches with the other students. They give the horse ketamine, and they use a jaw separator Fun. to put a tool down his tube down its throat, and they use like a big motorized winch to lift it up onto a platform. In case you need to get surgery or whatever, I'm like, oh, this is useful to know. You'd have to learn all this other stuff. Not yeah. simply,
2: right? Medication. Before you can do with a surgery, it. you need to know how to get the horse. Like exactly, large animal medicine mm. is wild. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I there's a lot of, like, imagery of horses in this, and cows too, and they're so beautiful. I grew up with horses, mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I grew up in a rural area, so, like, everyone had a horse. Like, it was not an unusual yeah. thing. And they are so beautiful and so smart, and I don't know. Terrifying. It's just nice to see a horse. I want to be near a horse. I'd like to go— I want to be a as- horseback ride. I want to,
2: like, go just pet one. You know what I mean? I want to be as far away from a horse as I can be. They're, they got those big teeth, Allison. There's big so eyes big. that
0: look right through
2: you. Yeah. It's an old Seinfeld bit where he's like, why are cops on horses? Like, how are you saving anybody when you're on top of a glassy-eyed, jittery dinosaur? <laughs> Which That's is very what funny. I think a horse
0: is. Yeah, you're not wrong, but they're also so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um I cows. Uh, so, uh, they're they're watching, and the later we see the older students have like lab coats that all have like o- over time, like They've signed each other. They've drawn drawings on it. Like there's like you know different like sketches, and then the first years they have like pristine white lab coats. Mm-hmm. So on to the next stage of hazing, which is they all have to take a photo. So they stand there, and right before the photo, they dump gallons of blood on them. So now they have it's just Mitch has seen his hurt.
2: This is quote unquote animal.
0: Well, you know, it doesn't. It implies, it, it, based on the context of what happens, I believe it is animal. Okay. So I think these, this is animal. Well, I blood.
2: Assume, I'm not going to assume it's human blood, but it's like, is it a specific? It's just like this was all left over. Like, hey, Alice said, a lot of things happen in this movie that I said I would. I would re- say no, thank you. I refuse.
0: Mm, yes, I would. I don't want to get animal blood in my mucous membranes. No, I don't want to get it in my eyes,
2: in my nose, and my mouth. It feels like. No one should know how bad that is more than veterinary, st- like, students.
0: I guess it is, like, they're putting them through their paces, so it's like you're not going to flinch at anything you have to do here. I guess. And but d- like, that is the path that Justine takes. Um, okay. So, so, yeah, so the older student says, basically, this is the beginning of first the first week. This is rush week. But also, it's not really a frat, so you can't, like, rush. You can't fail. You know, you're just like, right. we're going to be hazing you for a week. And then at the end of it, you're going to hear this, and they, they blow an air horn three times. Okay. So when you hear that, that means Rush Week is over and you are officially students here, and yes. we respect you.
1: <laughs>
0: and then all, everyone has, all the first years have to get in line, and each of them have to eat a rabbit, a raw rabbit kidney. Where they got all these rabbit kidneys? Also, I don't know. It's France. They're
2: just lying around. They just yeah. Well, the they butcher. rabbit in France, so, like, I would imagine you could just— Yeah. Have you ever had I mean, kidney? We, uh, no, I've eaten rabbit, but I haven't eaten a kidney. I've had kidney. I've had both. I've had rabbit yeah. and kidney. I don't think I've ever had
0: a rabbit oh, There used to be a
2: great rabbit dish at the old Kefi on the Upper West Side. Um,
0: I, I've only had rabbit once or twice, and I found it too um, salty.
2: mm but maybe that was just how it was made. Yeah. Um... No, I haven't eaten a kidney, I don't think. What kind of... Well, no, I'm kidding. not opposed to, like, different kinds of awful, like... It must um, have been... Okay. I, I'll, I'll try an organ. Yeah,
0: I've had liver. It was worth a shot. I yeah, mean, I like, like Again, wouldn't, wouldn't order it, probably rush out, but, you know. We're eating every other part of it. Right. It seems rude not to try it. Uh... Justine, of course, refuses the kidney and says, I'm a vegetarian. My family's vegetarian. My sister is, too. And her, Then Alex comes over and says, grow up. You're at college now. Stop being such a fucking baby. And basically forces it into her mouth. Hey. And I don't it, like that. Adrian's, of course, in line uh, with her. And he kind of walks over. To Justine, Justine immediately pukes, uh, like, next to the line. Later at lunch, um, they're also covered in blood, too. So, like, they're covered in blood for the rest of the day. And they just Ugh. have to wear it. And I guess just all the instructors are used to this, which is insane.
2: Yeah, and, I don't like that.
0: Yeah. And a guy's rambling to Justin and Adrian about the theory that humans contracted HIV from having sex with monkeys, which they've disproven that. Like, yeah. I, there's a million way we ways we contract things from animals, and having sex with them is pretty far down the list of how yeah. you would get in contact with the fluids. And then he says, if a guy wanted to fuck a monkey, should he use a condom? It's like, well, based on the thesis of your, of your argument, of course. Yes. If you think that that's how people got HIV, well, then yes, of course you should a condom. Yes. What kind of fucking question is that? Right. That's what I think France is, unfortunately. Um. I, I don't know what the, why, but I'm like, that's, that's, I don't like that question. No, I don't, I don't either. Um, use a condom when you can, you know. Yes. Try to use a condom when you can. And if you're having sex with a monkey, I guess, Stop. Yeah. Uh, stop. So like, but then they get into this larger conversation, which about whether whether you could rape a monkey. Jesus. And Adrian's like, I don't know, it's not a person. And Justin's like, animals have rights. A monkey that is raped would suffer like a woman who was raped. I don't know why we're arguing this. And this girl, this other girl's like, Oh, okay, so a raped monkey is the same as a raped woman. And it's like, what kind of what? I guess this is college. <sighs> like you're just yeah. like, What are we talking about? Yeah. And Justin says,
2: Yeah. College students like kind of Young people without too much experience in the world, like you could see them, like trying to just like theoreticize right. and understand and kind of like make, but it's just like, oh boy, I never want to hear one of those conversations again. Hell no!
0: And but she's like, yeah, they are the same, and everyone looks are so weird. She's like, we're in veterinary school. Like, do you don't respect animals or think they have like sentient yeah. feelings and rights? And what the fuck are you doing here? Which yeah. I think is a good point. Yes. And uh, later in class, she and Adrian. They, they kind of just become best buds. So he kind of tries to look at her quiz, and she covers it up with her arm. And he's like, oh, my God. Nerd alert, you know. However, when she turns in her paper, the professor who looks exactly like a French professor, what I imagine a French professor yes. would look like, which is like a French Einstein. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, Justine, you know, your reputation precedes you. You've got some big shoes to fill because of your sister. And he looks at her quiz, and he goes, I already see a mistake. And he's so thrilled that she fucked up. It's like ew, but I do like the professors. Like everyone is a little weird character in this. Yes, if that makes sense. I like that. Like no one is completely normal, and I like that be the professor. And he's an asshole from the yeah. jump. Allison, that night, Justine's skin breaks out in a horrible rash all over her mm-hmm. torso and her legs, and she's kind of scratching it. She has the lights off, and then she turns the light. She pulls up her shirt. It is like ripped open flesh. Like, all all Ugh. down her thighs, up her torso. And she screams because it's so upsetting and disgusting. And Adrian, yeah. we hear him knock on the door. He's like, are you okay? She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, but it's rank. It's like she keeps scratching it and, like, ripping oh. it open with her nails. And it's just dry, dead skin fl- flaking off. And we hear her stomach start gurgling. And then she falls asleep finally. And she dreams of a horse running on a treadmill. A beautiful horse. Working and out. A, again, it steps Keeping in. Keeping it tight. It's easy to get your steps in when you have twice as many feet. This is very true. And that's what I always say. The next day, Justine goes to the university nurse who's like, all right, ladies, just, let's take a look here. Oh, my God. Like She's like, good Lord, girl. <laughs> and so she's asking her questions, including, are you sexually active? And Justine says, no, I've never actually had sex. And after dis- examining her disgusting stomach, the nurse informs her, you know, this looks like a food allergy. Have you eaten anything weird recently? And he go- she goes, "Well, now that you mentioned I did eat a raw rabbit kidney." And the nurse is like, "What are you doing? What are you kids
2: doing? Like, if somebody asked you to do that, you just did it." And she says, "Yeah, yeah. Well, it was forced into her mouth.
0: Yeah, and but it also was peer pressure, and it was her own sister, which, like, yeah. I guess if that, that
2: also of all to do, the, pe- yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So the nurse gives her a topical cream, says to use it three times a day, and then says. If you can, I would fast the rest of the day because that's the easiest way to just clear it out of your system. Like, just don't eat. But Justine says, honestly, I'm so hungry. I don't know if I could do that. I'm hungry all the time. Uh-oh. There's also some business with, like, fat people in this movie that I'm not exactly sure. As an, Amer- As an American, where we have a lot of fat people, I wasn't sure of what we were going with this. Uh-huh. And the nurse tells a story about this fat patient who came in and burst into tears because this nurse was the first person who ever didn't make a big deal about her weight— and this girl had been told over and over again um, by this other staff, like, you're too fat. We can't find the vein in your arms. And then this nurse was able to find it immediately. Um, and so she, she just was, like, so grateful. And Justine says, that's horrible. Like, why didn't she report that, like, that, the med- no other, medical yeah. person should be doing that? And there says, well, because she wanted to seem normal. She wanted to seem average. She didn't want to make a big deal about it. And she asked Justine, how do you see yourself? And Justine says, average. Justine rushes to class, and runs into an older classmate who they're called elders. But like any of the older classmates, could just like punish you for not abiding by the rules of the of rush. Yeah. So apparently today everyone's supposed to be uh, wear club clothes, and she's like, "Girls have to wear something sexy, not just a t shirt with sequins." And Justine says, "But that's all I have," <laughs> which <laughs> I think is very funny. And so as a result, the elder student makes Justine put in an adult diaper over her clothes and makes Justine lay for a class, which is a cow ultrasound demonstration, which also was interesting. I mean, they really hit the ground running in vet school. And also the uh, the, the cow and horse budget in this. My God. You know, I again, I, they probably got funding from the country, from the government, the way that art should be made. Yes. Um. Back in Alex's room, we see Justine visiting her to find some club clothes because she doesn't have any. And we see that Alex's... She's a graded quiz and it's kind of all marked out with corrections that she has to fix. And so Justine starts making the corrections and she chews Alex out for making her eat the grab a kidney because now she has this horrible rash and how disgusting it is. And her sister kind of just clowns on her, but she gives her some like a dress and some heels. And because Justine is so fucking awkward, she wears the dress over her sweatshirt and jeans and then just puts the heels on. It's like, well, now you're like making yourself stand out. Yeah. People are gonna like bother you about that. It has very, it's very homeschooled to me. Yes. Um, when she goes back to her dorm, she sees that the elder students have thrown all of their mattresses out the window again. I'd be like, I just want to lie down. Yeah. forgot. (laughs) like this is the second day of school, please. And she has to drag it upstairs. She can't get a break. Um, And when she goes, she uh, inadvertently walks in on—she goes to Adrian. She's like, oh, can you help me with my mattress? And she opens the door, and a guy's just sucking his dick. And he goes, "Uh," uh—and then she closes the door. And she hears her go, don't stop. So then she kind of has to, like, wait for him. That was just classic, you know, college stuff. Um, And the next day, we see Justine, Justine again, loading up her plate with mashed potatoes and vegetables— and Adrian, obviously um, because he works out, is just eating three
2: hamburger patties, which also look delicious. I mean, a good, a well, a a well-timed hamburger really hits the spot. I've been eating turkey burgers at five
0: a.m. It, oh, it's it makes okay. me so happy. I okay.
2: love, I I'm love glad. a
0: burger at dawn. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's where I'm on. <laughs> um, and a Justine sees that, and like you, at dawn. you could tell, her mouth was watering. And so she goes to pocket a patty, and she does two weird things. One, she reaches in with her hand. There's like the little tongs. She right. reaches into the burgers and picks a burger from underneath. Which
2: I'm like, that is the, who's ever done that? No, with their hand. With your, you're just touching so many of them. And then she pockets the patty. She puts it in the pocket of her lab
0: coat. And I'm pocket. like, you just were any cow ultrasound. I wouldn't put uh. a hamburger in the pocket of my lab coat. No, <laughs> and then humiliatingly. So she, Adrian pays, then she goes to pay, and the cashier's like, "What did you put in your pocket?" And it immediately meat. calls her out. <laughs> and Adrian like see, is like trying to like, "I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it." And the cashier's like, "I need to see it so I can ring it up. Take it out. Take your take the patty out of your pocket. Like humiliating her in front of everybody." Doing very it was a weird move, and also, like, what? So she pays for it. She's like, sorry, it's my pocket. It's a patty. She pays for it, and then she throws it away. And Adrian's like, what are you doing? Who cares? Like, just buy a hamburger. And Justine's like, I know. I don't know why I care. I've just always been a vegetarian. I don't know why I did that. But, you know, a funny moment. And then that night, they go to—they go on the bus. I'm assuming there's a city or a town nearby. We don't see them actually there, but they're taking the bus there. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to get so drunk. We're going to party. And as they drive, they pass the cat the crash site from the beginning, and so now we are now up to that point. So apparently, okay. that happened this day because okay. when they drive past, the car is still there, and they are loading a a uh, body into an ambulance, and the body's head is all bloody. So oh. we just see the body; it's covered in a sheet with the bloody head hanging out. Hate that! Hate that! Um, that night, they take the bus back, and the bus stops again at a roadside stand, which this one has shawarma, which sounds fucking delicious. Oh, I love
1: shawarma.
0: And a trucker comes to hit on Adrian and just genuinely menace them, and he's talking about like, oh, I have a pig in the cab of my truck, and we swap blood back and forth. What? <laughs> like, France is a crazy France place. Is, Weird. I'll tell you what. But I think he's both, I think he's like just intentionally being menacing because yes. they're like young yeah. and hot. And even he stops talking when he sees, like, Justine is just chowing down her shawarma. Like, she's just eating so much meat really fast. And it kind of makes, he's like, oh, I'm going to head out. Like, even that's <laughs> that too much meat. That would be me, I'm a fucking freak. I'm the weirdest trucker on the planet, even. I think this is too much, girl. Oh. Then, in the, like, the early morning, Adrian wakes up to find Justine, like, hunched in front of the refrigerator. He's like, what you doing, girl? How you doing over here? And she says, oh, "I'm getting milk for my cereal." And he goes, "Okay." And he goes back to bed. She's of course not oh. Alison. She's biting into a raw chicken breast, Ugh. which does seem to hit.
2: She looks ecstatic, like chowing down on shawarma, eating mm. a loose hamburger patty. Yes. Like these things all make sense to me. Like we've all done, we've all done them. Raw chicken is. I would eat a raw steak or raw. I would eat raw
0: raw ground meat before biting into a raw chicken Agreed. patty. If it, 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 this is the feel of it your no. teeth seems, I don't even like cutting it. <clears throat> um, the next day the prof- the French professor calls her in and is like, either you or your friend cheated, and I know students like you. You think you're a wonderkin. You make me sick. Um, other you actually demoralize and drive down other students. Other students would rather like drop out to be compared to you. And your friend had to fight to be here, but you you just waltz in, and it's like, What What's is happening? happening? What's this, dude? Yeah, why are you going so fucking hard? In the end, however, she, he's like, so which one you cheated? She says the truth, which is Adrian. Yeah. And then Allison, I almost puked this scene. I I, I even talking about it. Oof, hang on. Oh god, oh god. Like, I'm so like, oh, nervous. I'm like, I'm I don't. Oh god. I have not since we've started had to genuinely like. I had to like put my hand in wow. front of the screen so I couldn't see all of it. It's not, it was scary. It was disgusting. disgusting. So she goes to um, vomit. Up her, well, I, was like, I was like, oh, my she's going to vomit the chicken breast. It makes sense. Allison, she starts gagging and vomiting up long, matted tangles of human hair. I almost fucking, it was a, and it's such a long scene too. I? And she just like retching and pulling it out. I was like, and I oh. I gagged looking at it. I almost vomited. Uh, uh. And then <coughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yuck. Um and then that brings me to my first question, Elson. What would you do? Oh.
1: What would you do?
2: I'd kill myself. Yeah, no, I would you die. Can't come I would back just lay down
0: on the floor of the bathroom that,
2: and fucking die. No, way Like even if yeah. like magically after that you were your health was intact and you were fine and like I just couldn't ever come back from knowing that happened to me. It would haunt yeah, no. my dreams I in a way that either. I would never recover. Um, so I yeah. would uh, wrap it up. Uh, couldn't agree more.
1: Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal
0: Um, is Justine instead uh chooses to go on. And there's another she's like goes out to wash her hands, and we see a fat girl say to her, like, two fingers will help it come up easier. And Justine sort of like nods and leaves. And then the girl that like smiles and like does her hair in the mirror. I'm like, what is the fat part of this? Like, I don't I, I don't know. Make any
2: sense. That's that's a France thing.
0: Yeah, because I was like, Justine and her sister aren't fat, like no one, none of the main characters are fat. I so I wasn't sure. That seems like a France thing. Needless to say, it has come to the point in time where Justine needs to go see her sister. However, they don't clearly have—they They are very in each other's face all the time. So mm. she doesn't immediately tell her sister, hey, by the way, I've been eating raw chicken meat and um, yes, vomiting course. up hair. She Ugh. just hangs out with her, you know. And they go and drink <sighs> on the roof. Oy. And her sister shows her, um, you know, if you pee hard enough, you can actually pee standing up. And her sister, like, pulls down her pants on the roof and pees. And, like, the force of her pee, it, it shoots out straight, which I think you could do— but then Justine does it and she just pees all over herself. Like, yeah, I think you have to have the practice. velocity of yeah. pee. Yes. Yeah, not the first time out. No. And also, why? It doesn't come up a lot, you know? Right. Uh, but
2: they're laughing and having fun. You don't fun. have to. We have toilets.
0: Right. And that's what having fun in France is. You know what I mean? Having a, a pissing contest. And they go back down into her sister's room and said, She's like, Can I sleep over your room? I just don't want to be alone. She's like, Oh, fine. But then as soon as they're there in the room, brushing her teeth, her sister starts immediately grooming her and critiquing her, like plucking her eyebrows, criticizing her yeah. for having armpit hair. She's like, you know, when I was your age, I was already giving myself Brazilian waxes. Your bush is out of control. Okay, well, I don't
2: want to do that. Well, it's Give it to like, myself?
0: <laughs> no, and it, I'm, I'm just letting you know, in case you're something listening to this and you're like, I'd like to maybe get a Brazilian or get waxed, go pay someone to do it. I yes. cannot stress, I, I, I have done, tried myself, I have friends, you will end up sobbing in your bathroom you are a, a gigantic piece of wax stuck to your pubes. You were yes. unable to get off. Yes. And the whole thing's going to look like hell
2: anyways. Yes, right. It's going to be painful. It's going to be emotionally torturous. And, like, you're also then, you're not going to have the result that you would get by just no. paying a professional. Just Please, pay a professional. Professionals
0: do it day in, day out. That is out. their job. Just, it's, and, like, you could do it at home. I'm not saying don't. I'm saying, like, this to me, even where, cut your hair at home. Dye your hair at home. Not, Anything else. Do your nails not are Not ripping
2: home. things out of your skin. No. No, 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 no. And also, like, there's no part of me that's that's prepared kind of, like, social, emotionally no. to, like, go to the ER with a problem for that. And 100%. you might have to. It, absolutely. So her
0: sister's like, I'm going to wax you. And she is. so Justine's in underwear. She's basically just uh, waxing, like, you know, your pubes that grow down your legs. Yeah. And so sort of, like— She's like, just lay down there. And Justine, of course, hasn't done this before, so she's panicking. And she's like, this is going to hurt. It's going to hurt really bad. So she's like, you have to grow up. And when she goes, she waxes like both of uh, Justine's inner legs. Ah! Oh, too it's painful. Justine's like, this is torture. I want to stop. And she's like, let me just do your stomach. And then when she goes to do her stomach, it gets like caught in the top of her pubes. And she can't get it off because if you've ever been waxed, if your hair's too long, it's so much more excruciating. That's yes. why you ha- it has to be pretty short. Trimmed first. And she's just pulling these, l- her pubs, which are like long. So it's like not, it's like ripping her off. It's, not, it's like not coming apart. It's like pulling all the hair out. It's awful. So Justine's panicking and she's like, please stop. I don't know what to do. Also, the sequence is really well done because like you feel like something's about to happen. And the way they lay it out this is like, this is how this yeah. could happen. So their dog also keeps running over. Oh, my God. And, like, putting his head in between her legs, like, to see what's going on. Like, running over, like, wanting to be involved like dogs do. And so, Justine has to keep pushing him away. Yeah. And her sister goes and gets scissors to cut her pubes to cut the um, wax off. And as Justine's like, panicking and pushing the dog away, and she's like, you're going to circumcise me. Don't bring those big scissors near me. Your hands are shaking. And she sits up really fast and knocks the scissors out of her sister's hand And the scissors cut off the middle finger of Alex's other hand. Uh. Just like uh, after the top, after the bottom um, knuckle. And they're both standing there, sitting there terrified. And Alex just lifts up her hand and passes out from shock. Yes, of course. So, uh, uh, Justine does the right thing. Immediately calls for help. They tell her, we'll be there in 15 minutes. If you have some ice, put it on ice. Put it in the fridge or the freezer. Get Alex runs over and the fridge is, un- the fridge is un- unplugged. There's nothing in it, Allison, which will be a cue for what, what's going to happen later. When you go to someone's house and the fridge is not only unplugged. empty, but unplugged. No. They're never... Put- Bad That's, host. Th- they're not keeping food in there. Right, they're not keeping snacks in there for other people. Just yeah. rude. Unfortunately, Allison, that means she's just sitting there. Her sister passed out waiting for paramedics Holding with on a, a finger. finger. And we see her... She starts to consider it, Allison. She goes and she um, she lifts the finger, and she listens to her mouth, she gives it up. She gives a little nibble. She just takes a little <sighs> nibble of the cut end. And Allison, that shit hits. And unfortunately, Yuck. Allison, Justine starts eating her sister's finger like a chicken wig. Just oh going to town God. on that bitch.
2: No, no. And her sister no, no, wakes no. up and <gasps> sees her do it. Imagine. I can't. I, my I, mind would allow it. My mind will not allow me to understand watching somebody. Uh, just going to town on my middle finger that got severed like it's dollar wing night.
0: <laughs> and a family member at that. Yeah. I'm not even a stranger. Not even a college roommate. I've had college roommates that I feel like could do this, but family. Your sister? My God. Um. Next shot, we we see them. They're in the hospital. Her, their parents have come, and Justine's waiting with them. And she has this weird interaction where an old man's staring at her, and then kind of like pops out his teeth and starts laughing hysterically. So I guess maybe it's just like the the body pieces of the body, and they wheel out um, Alex, who of course does not tell their parents that Justine ate her finger. She says Quickie ate my finger, so I'm blaming it on the dog. Her finger flew off. The dog got it, which seems her plausible. Finger
2: flew off.
0: Well, I mean, she said like, oh, yeah. I, I, it was an accident yes. with the scissors. Admits yes. that, but then and when then it the hit the ground, the dog got it. Got it. Which makes—it's more palatable than my sister ate it when I was 100%. Of course, the parents are, like, asking the doctor, like, well, what are we going to do? Can we reattach it? The doctor's like, no, it's all—somebody ate it like a chicken bone. The dog went to town on it.
2: Yeah, and it's is, like, but you just have a regular hand with then, like, a middle finger that's just bone. <laughs>
0: Right, yeah. And they're like, well, is there rehab? And he's like, ma'am, it's just no. the top of one of her fingers. Or she has knee- She's fine. Like, yeah, it's actually going right. to be fine. She can't be a
2: veterinarian, probably,
0: but, like, you know. Well, I think the idea is, like, she can. Like, maybe, like, we probably yeah. can't do surgery. But yeah. also, I, they don't say the, whether it's her dominant hand. So I was like, oh. if it's not your dominant hand, I think— You get by. Yeah, like, like if you're, like, giving, uh, you know, giving a dog medication or, like, doing yeah, shots yeah. or yeah. moving a horse, you can still do it. Yes. It just probably is, moving like, getting yeah, like fine— <laughs> Like, what do you do, in veterinarian? You you pick up a rabbit? Like, she could do a lot of the stuff, right? I don't know what they do. I don't either. Um, I do. We do
2: know, though. They do a lot of stuff. Probably. I just can't name specific tasks right now. Other
0: than putting dogs down. And you can definitely do that with missing a finger. I'm sorry to bring up the saddest one. Yeah. But, and they're like, they're, they're like attacking Alex with a barrage of questions. And then Justine goes, leave her alone for five minutes, mom, God. And her parents yell at her to never disrespect her mother. And Justine runs outside to, you guessed it, vomit in the parking lot. And her dad comes out and was like, you need to apologize to your mother. And it's like, okay. And she joins him and he gives her a cigarette and, and she says, well, who has quickie? And he says, oh, he's going to be put down. Once an animal has taste for human flesh, they aren't safe. If he likes it, he'll bite again. Again, is France the Middle Ages? Like, yeah. what are you talking what? about? Like, like, I don't think it works like that. I don't think so he also either. He didn't bite. He didn't bite it off.
2: Right. It fell on the It was ground. cut off. It fell on the ground, and then she ate it, so.
0: Right. So, of course, she's trying to be like, well, he didn't bite the finger off. Right. He, it fell. I mean, Alex caught her, and it fell on the ground. He ate it. That's not, any dog would do that. And they goes, right. don't have two girls, honey. It's too hard. It's like, this is the, the least this gender-specific situation. This is, in fact, the only situation I, in this movie where it, gender does not matter whatsoever. At all. What? Anywho, dad, grow up. So the parents go back home, and as soon as they get back to the, the school, Alex, like, stands up and, like, kicks her wheelchair across the parking lot and says, we need to talk. And so they walk down that lonely country road we saw at the beginning— And Alex has them both crouched down in a ditch. And Justine's like, is this to prove a point? Are you going to haze me? Like, what's going to happen? What is this? Uh, um, Allison, a car drives by, and Alex dives in front of it. Again, the car veers and slams into that exact same tree. And Justine runs to Alex, like, freaked out. She's in the road, but she's fine. And they go to the car, and both passengers are passed out, bloody. um, And one of them is sort of groaning. And Alex says, okay, this guy's not going to survive. Justine is horrified and doesn't understand what's going on. It's like, we have to call somebody only to look and see her Alex open the passenger side door and lean in and start eating one of the guy's faces. (sighs) And Justine pulls her off is like, what the fuck are you doing? Alex says, are you stupid? I'm teaching you. You have to learn, like, how to control this. And Justine's like, oh, my sister has a taste for human flesh, too. I see.
2: Well, it's a family affair. Yes.
0: But Justine refuses it. Okay. She's not ready to accept her animal nature. Um, so she walks home on the side of the highway and then realizes she has blood on her sweater, takes off, and then she's just walking in her bra. The next day, she joins Adrian for um, dog autopsy symposium. <laughs> and And um, when she ties his gown, she's, like, tying it behind his back. She gets, like, a whiff of him, and she just, like, you see her, like, her pupils widen. Like, she's like, oh, shit. Adrian's not person. only hot, like, I'm, like... You know, like, we're having, like, a chemical attraction. Also, they're doing autopsies on dogs. So there's okay. quite a number of dead dogs in this scene. Jesus. That, uh, and he's like, you know, I'm really sorry about your sister. just Jesse's like, I thought you didn't like her. She's like, well, yeah, she seems like a crazy bitch. But, like, I didn't want her finger to get cut off. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened. And Jesse's like, Jesse says, it's just a finger. And then she just cuts her dog corpse from, which is like a German Shepherd, from... <sighs> sternum to stern without a thought. I think this is like we're seeing her become... She's lost the connection
2: to like what is alive.
0: <laughs> yes. Thing, the, the, the things... Yeah, the, the the veil between the living and the dead is starting to part for yes. her. Um, they have to go to another hazing ritual where they're pelted with food while her sister watches her and, and now Justine clearly has a taste for Adrian and is like, goes and watches him play shirtless soccer. And to be fair, he's, he's proper fit. Yeah. He is proper fit. Um, and as she watches,
2: her nose starts to bleed. I guess mm. that's how horny she is. Wow. I've never been that horny for anything. Yeah. Certainly not eating human flesh.
0: And so, this, I think, it, but both as she is like realizing that she wants to consume human flesh, she's also awakening to her sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I love that the symbol we use to uh, usher us into this part of the film is in the dog autopsy room, we see a sort of the sheet being pulled or falling off her, the dog corpse that she autopsied. That okay. is the symbol of her entering her
2: feminine sexuality. Oh, those two things are so similar
0: yeah so in her room, she finally puts on her sister's club dress and like actually puts on lipstick and it's like dancing horny and like kissing like the mirror with lipstick on, which is something we all have to do. and yes. she's very very eighteen year old um or younger and there's those do a French song and the chorus. so the lyrics are I like to bang the dead <sighs> and she starts like kissing the France. mirror and she hears in the other room Adrian's laughing with her sister. And she's like, excuse me. She rushes out there playing video games. And Adrian says, oh, hey, I'm just about to leave. I'm going to a hospital party. Literally, they, they're they on call and they party. And then if they get called in, they have to go in anyways. Oh, my God. And he says to Alex, like, you're lucky it wasn't last night or you could have lost your fucking hand, bitch. Anyway, see you guys later. And Justine says to Alex, hands off. But Alex replies, I thought he was gay. What are you talking about? Yeah. Hands off. I'm not I'm not trying to fuck him. Also, I don't think it, that would work. That that he will that that's a two way street that Yes, exactly. I don't think two it's gonna, people. Yeah. Two people. And we have one of the one of the one the ways is a gay way. Yes. Um and her sister looks at her in the dress and says, you know, that looks really good, but you're dropping a lot of weight. You better not be anorexic. That's so boring and annoying. <laughs> and again I'm like, France man, I don't know. And she says, we well, have to eat something And they're both obviously talking about human flesh and yeah. Justine says, I don't need that. I'm not like you. I tried it once okay and I didn't like it It's like I think if you try it once,
2: you, you, you do like it.
0: you, you do like it because most of us never do. most of us the never tries try.
2: zero right
0: um and Alex says, okay, but just so you know I tried exactly what you're doing I tried to go without um but obviously, much like she's a vampire. Justine can only go so long without flesh. So we see her, she's in bed, she's under, she's sweaty, miserable. And then we see, it looks like an unseen force is just pummeling her through the sheets. And she's screaming and she's screaming, Allison, she needs to feed. And I'm going to ask you at this point,
2: who will survive?
1: Who will survive?
2: Justine and her sister will survive, but then, like, everybody else is dead, and they find out that it's like them and their parents have this taste as well. Great. Okay, excellent guess. We love it.
1: Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.
2: Hey, guys. Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow SmartLess on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to SmartLess ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple
1: Podcasts.
0: So Justine leaps out of bed, as you would, and starts wandering down the hallway in her underwear Walks to it through an open doorway, and someone hurls a gallon of blue paint in her face. Because apparently,
2: that's literally it's like Thursday. And this is like this started on I Sunday. Mean, this is it's not worth the, like go to another school where this isn't what happens. Just so
0: many things thrown in your face and eyes. Like I just don't understand. But we see a bunch of a room full of paint spattered people, including Adrian. And one of the elder students grabs Justine and a random guy who's in yellow and throws them in the bathroom and says, don't come out until you're both green. Um, And so the guy tries, the guy is like trying to kiss Justine and she pushes away. Understandable. And also both of their mouths are covered in paint, which also is, I find so viscerally disgusting. Like you're kissing the paints in your mouth. I don't know why. I mean I know why but Ugh. it's just like that that and the hair I, mean, yeah. I was like you got to be kidding Ugh, me tough but then he says you know we don't worry we can go slow and so she starts to kiss him back and so things are they're kind of like rubbing you know like they're like rubbing the pain on each other things she's like seemingly enjoying it and then everyone in the other room hears a scream and the guy runs out Justine has bitten a chunk of his lip off uh, She goes to, uh, back to her Ugh. room to shower, and we see the chunk is still in her mouth, and it falls onto the shower floor, and she picks it up and eats Ugh. it. Back in the room, Adrian went with her, and she's like, she and Adrian are on his bed. She's in a towel, and they're sort of cuddling, and he's like, so are you into that? Like, are you S&M? Like, did it, you know? She's like, I don't know. She goes, did it turn you on? Are you still horny? And she's like, I, I don't know anything. She's like, I don't know. I'm just interested. Like, I, I just like to talk about it, you know? <laughs> And uh so she goes off to bed and he starts to watch gay porn and jerk off. But then Justine goes back in and she says to him, it's bad. And then they start to fuck. So I guess it's like, well, they're both horny and they're both yeah. like, okay, well, whatever, we're 20, you know. And so they start to have sex, Allison. They roll out of the ground and then she's throwing his ass around, like biting his neck, throwing him, like kind of pushing him against the bed to the point where he's like, stop. You have to like she's flailing. Like, it's like, yeah, and he's like, you have to stop. And then she she comes, and when she does, she bites down hard on her own arm, and blood starts welling and dribbling everywhere. Speaking of that, Jane's like, I don't know about all this. Um, No, that's a lot. That's a lot. And while they're in class, Adrian gets a text and shows Justine his phone, which has a message from her sister and says, tell my sister to look at her phone, because I guess she was ignoring, you know, her text. And the message says, mom said they put quickie down, lol, hashtag, way too cute. And of all the things to focus on, Justine turns to Adrian and says, why does my sister have your number? It's like, bitch, you are a cannibal. There's and they so put much your stuff going down on. down for a crime that you committed. Uh, why do you have my sister's number? And she's like, "Did something happen with her?" And she, and then Adrian won't answer. She's like, "Why are you ignoring me?" Nice way to treat a girl. You do flowered, and Adrian stands up. and He says, "I'm gay. I didn't stay in the closet for twenty years to fuck girls." And he storms out in front of everybody, <gasps> uh, which is great. That night, Justin goes out and does is so blackout drunk is doing essentially like an impression of like a horny person. Like she's watching this couple. Yes. Um, Make out and she's like, Ugh. like she's watching them in such a way where you're like, oh girl. And then she goes to get a drink. They literally pour her like a full plastic cup of v- straight warm vodka. That's the grossest thing that's happened to this gulping movie. Gulping it down and then you see her like wincing and trying not to vomit. And, and it goes on. That goes on for quite a long time too. Like all the body stuff really had me gagging in in, yeah. in both regards. Finally, her sister comes and finds Justine and escorts her out and takes her to the morgue. Where we see her pull a body out of the drawer. But there are people? So there's also no. a hospital. So there's a veterinary okay. school and then a human hospital. So they're in the human morgue. So okay. it's a human body, yeah. Jessie wakes up in her bed. She's in her dress, but, like, everything seems fine. She rushes to lecture. Allison, when she walks in, it's, like, one of those big lecture halls with, like, 100 people. She walks in. Everyone's staring at her. And she sits down, and the girl she was sitting next to moves over a seat. Afterwards, oh, no. Adrian pulls her into the bathroom and says, "Bitch, you have to see this." And it's a video of her from the night before that she's she's blackout; she has no memory of it. Yeah. So there's a crowd of students in the morgue. And and you see the video of the whoever took it. It's not Adrian. Like somebody sent it to him. Yeah, it's like some. Yeah. yeah, and some whoever's filming it. People are saying even in the video, don't film her like this. She's fucked up. Don't. It's fucked up to film people like. Don't do this. And finally, we get to what's happening. We see Justine on the ground, and Alex is dangling the corpse's arm over Justine's face, and making her like jump and snap for it like a dog. And people <sighs> are like, don't film this. She's fucked up. But also, they're also watching her, and also it's her sister doing right. it. So I think no one's getting involved. Right. It's like that's her own sister. I don't know. I'm not going to yeah. get in between whatever the fuck this is. No, I know. Justine reasonably enough freaks out. <laughs>
1: I'm doing
0: it, so, go, Yes, Because the obligation is not yes. simply that it happened, but that her sister did it, and also that everyone at the school is gonna see. Everybody yeah. knows. Yeah. And she runs and finds, and Alex is outside, like everyone's there's like a courtyard area where everyone like walks between the buildings. So it's full of people, full of other students. She finds Alex and she sh- shoves her to the ground and they start fucking kicking each other's ass, which is mostly hair yeah. pulling and pushing each other to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, sister fight. Until Alex lunges forward and bites. Justine's cheek and rips a chunk of flesh off and then now they're really grappling and they end up locked each of them has each other's hand or wrist in each other's jaws and they're like locked in a fight until someone comes to break them up the other students are filming this too so now everyone's like oh these two sisters who are completely insane yes so now they kind of all all they have is each other and Alex takes Justine back to their dorm and like bandages her face and there's sort of like a detente like you, you, you ate Let's, my
2: f- We got to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> and also, like,
0: you ate my f- finger and I humiliated you in front of the school. We're even. Yes. Um, in the morning, we see a bunch of the students. They're wearing, like, comforters and their jammies. And we hear the three blasts of the air horn. And I guess it's, like, their last meetup. They all have to go there at dawn. It's freezing. And, but this is the end of Rush Week. It's been one week, Allison. Oh, my God. One week. What a crazy week. Justine wakes up in Adrian's bed. And, of course, she's like, all right, well, I guess we fucked again. Turns to him and reaches under the covers and pulls back her hands covered in blood. She throws off the comforter, and his thigh has been eaten. A huge, most of his thigh has been eaten down to the bone. Oh, my and God. And she tries to shake him awake, but he's dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And she sobs, thinking that she did it. But when she gets up, she sees on a, his back there's a separate wound. And she stands up, and she sees he has a ski pole, is covered in blood. And she walks into the kitchen, and we see Alex is there. And her mouth okay. is covered in blood. And she's obviously the one who actually ate. These Adrian. two. These two. I swear to God. These two. So now Justine must help her. The role's reversed. And we see all the students gather outside with concerned looks in their faces. I think we're supposed to think like, people are hearing, like, something happened, something happened, yes. something happened. And Justine addresses Alex, and they both get in the shower, and Alex tries to wash both of them off. But, uh, you know, you can't wash off this dead guy in your dorm room. No, nope. However, that's still there. Next thing you know, we see Justine and her parents are visiting Alex in prison, the implication being that she has been convicted of a crime. Or ultimately, it's a mental institution, but she's behind glass. And while they're talking, the parents get up to leave, and then Justine's following them. And Alex bangs on the glass. And when Justine turns around, she's holding up her middle finger, but the one that got cut off. So she's yeah. holding up everything but oh, her middle yeah. finger. Yeah. Back at home, her mom says, basically her mom is like fuming, silent, not talking. And she's like, you have to eat all your vegetables. It's like, again, that is, that is not the Number 5,000 on the list of things we should talk about. And her mom storms out. And her dad, the one who's like been talking to her throughout the movie says, you know, it's not your, it's not your fault, you know. Justine says, I know that. And, but then he says, it's not your sister's fault either. She says, well, what do you mean? And her dad explains, no, when Alex was born, she was our little princess. And then things change as she started to grow up. And it's our fault that we didn't find a solution.
2: What the, what would a solution be?
0: Well, and he says, he goes on, you know, when we were, when I met your mom at school, you know, we were friends first. And she would say, I'm just a friend. And I didn't understand because you didn't have a boyfriend. And we were obviously more than friends. And then we had our first kiss, and then I understood. And he puts his finger to his lips. And until then, I didn't realize he's always smoking, so he always has his hand over his mouth. He's, uh-huh. For the first time, we see that a Missing. chunk of his lip has been bitten off, and there's a scar. So it's mom. It's mom. And then Allison, Justin, Justin's dad, undoes his shirt and, and holds it open. He's covered in bite marks and scars and wounds, like healed wounds. And he tells her, I'm sure you'll find a solution, honey. Oh my God! (gasps) Yeah, you're you're okay. What are some fatal mistakes you think? Oh my God, someone made in this movie.
1: Fatal mistakes.
0: I think we're to think like, okay, this is. I mean, this is just an analyzing the metaphor of the movie, which anyone could do. You know, yes, of course. Just sort of the idea of like we, instead of teaching our children anything about themselves and anything about sexuality or death. We leave them alone to discover things themselves and then they find within and then it's themselves. Horrific, exactly. They, they f- think of themselves as monsters, they do things that are monstrous and have no context for it. And yes. the idea of like I'm sure you'll find a solution, I think is supposed to be like, well, I'm passing it on to our children's generation cuz we didn't find a solution. For right. you or your so sister. So maybe you guys will. Right. So it's like we're kicking the can. Yeah. And also yeah, down the road. And yeah. like because her dad like their parents do love her so they do think that's possible, but they are mm-hmm. not engaging in like had you told her this? You could have created a situation, I don't know, like a Dexter situation, she'd have to eat serial killers or something, but like but at least that I mean that feels fine. And then it's like okay, compared to this. Yeah, it's like <laughs> how often do you have to feed? Cuz then I was like are the scars on the dad's torso that the mom, like, feeds off of him and she only needs a little bit of blood? Like, Right, what, what, or are they— How does the yeah, mom what, maintain it? Yeah, right, what are the rules? What are the rules? And why would you not tell both your daughters? But I guess is like, well, in some ways it's sort of like queerness or just about everyone's sexuality where it's like, well, yeah. we, if we never talk about it, then you won't experience this, the thing that everyone
2: right. experiences and no one talks about. It's like, well, but yes. why would that make any sense? Right, Be like, oh, well, we'll, we'll just— Raise you as vegetarians, hoping that you yes. never accidentally or by choice decide to consume meat, which, like, clearly would happen at some kicks point. Kicks this off. Yeah. And right. It,
0: it's like, it's what, and also, why not tell her? Because the media says, you know, the woman's like, well, what, uh, the mom says to the woman at the buffet, is like, what if she'd been allergic? Why not tell her she's allergic? Right. So she doesn't eat it out of fear. At least instill fear. Right. Exactly. But I, this is not a criticism of the movie. I think that's exactly what the movie is about. The movie yes, is at the end you're supposed to be like, why the fuck wouldn't you tell them this? Now right. one of them is in jail, and how? I mean, that's sort of like mental illness, addiction, anything regarding sexuality, queerness, trans, like anything where it's like well, you have this information. Why can't we pass it to the kids? Why right. can't the kids why can't we know? talk about it? Why can't we find exactly. solutions? Why
2: does it have to be like you're on your own? Yes,
0: and 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 and, and I I really like this movie, and I think they did a really yeah. excellent job. And um, poor Adrian, you know he's trying to be a good friend, and
2: I know trying to do a delicious late night snack. R.I.P. Late night snack. Um, any other fatal mistakes? Not being like I, I got forced to eat something, and now I don't feel like yeah. Once like things start going south for you, um, for Justine at like during hazing, yeah, I, which I understand. It's like. Also, like, she's 18, it's hazing, like, it's really hard to, like, have the strength to, like, take yourself out of that. But, like, when I was, like, that, like, if I had all that rash and it was such a nightmare, I'd be like, maybe I should go to a hospital that's not the school and, like, get removed from this environment for a little bit. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. I don't know if it would have stopped anything, but it could have slowed it down.
0: Yeah, there's, uh, for someone who's so, supposed to be so smart, um, right. Not a lot of great decisions made, but I guess we're going to think, again, like, she's smart in a very uh, sheltered way. Yes. Um, but, yeah, uh, and then finally, where would you place Raw on the spooky scale, Allison?
1: A spooky scale.
2: Grossness, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, scariness, I think, like, for me, like, a six or a seven. Ooh, okay, great. It's um, called it a six and a half.
0: Yeah, I really, I would say 10 out of 10, really enjoyed this movie. In terms of scariness, I didn't think it was particularly scary, but I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did find it disgusting. Yeah. So 10 out of 10, disgusting. In terms of scariness, I'll give it a five. Yeah, that feels right. There are definitely some horrifying moments. Um but I really just it's a coming of age drama with body horror elements so if that sounds Great. more up your alley that's what I would describe it as but the uh, gory elements are pretty like I again did get gag multiple times in this movie so yeah,
2: that's um, tough
0: check it with yourself about that everybody yep um and then
2: uh, if you're if this up your alley go see raw um, yeah. Well, guys, I'm glad. I, I do remember when yeah. this came out, and I was like, I hope I can read an article about it at some point, and obviously this is a much better forum for And here we happened. are, my friend. And here we are. And here we are.
0: Um, well. Well. Everybody, thank you for listening. Yes. We love you. We love you. Very much. Yes. And, um, and um, until next time, keep, keep it spooky. It spooky. Yeah. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Don't forget to follow us at Ruin Podcast and Crooked Media for show updates. And if you're as opinionated as we are, consider dropping us a review. Ruined is a Radio Point and Crooked Media production, where your writers and hosts, Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby. The show is executive produced by Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder, and recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. From Crooked Media, our executive producers, Kendra James, with production and promotional support from Ari Schwartz, Kyle Sieglin, Julia Beach, Caroline Dunphy, and Awa Okalati.